I dang near can like you have to cut the music though, or else ain't gonna be able to. Use. Well, we can use it. We just can't use it on YouTube, which is probably what we need to do anyway. Yeah, we do because it's a nice intro, and I'm keeping this. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> bro. I never. I try to avoid all fried meals when I can, but the only time that it just feel right always uh-huh. is when seafood. Like if I'm gonna eat some fried shrimp, I don't want. You don't want broccoli no. and, and beans, man. That's okay. just wild. If you listening, last night I had fried shrimp, broccoli, and beans. I thought That's that was a wild combo. I thought that bro. was a nice meal. That's a wild. It combo. covered all. It covered all the bases. What beans? What starch? That? Yeah, I <laughs> you mean, know what I'm protein. A- <laughs> it supplemented the, the shrimp and the protein. You know, because with the French fries, that would be the starch. Yeah, I don't, man. That's <laughs> wild. Though, I can't. I. That's wild, bro. I don't want. If I got fried fish or shrimp, I just don't want beans on my plate. Because you thinking where you have a seafood meal, you going you going just, all the way just, with it. Yeah, because I just want fried. I just want French fries with, and I'm cool. <laughs> just if you're gonna fry the shrimp or the that fish, just that is French fries. that is the Southeast Texas in you right there. I think that's like a standard thing that everybody do with. You never had shrimp and rice, fried shrimp and rice. I can do that. You're going to say the, the uh-huh, rice, uh-huh. but when you start getting still, into the beans and broccoli, that's just... Funny enough, which is still a starch. I'm not against <laughs> your concept of a starch. It's just that particular starch, which is wild. I thought it was a nice meal. I that's like wild, beans. Bro. That would have throw, that would have threw me off. I would have ate it because I know it was good, but I was like, man, I never had this combo. You don't eat. You don't. You couldn't have dipped your shrimp in anything with that stuff on your plate. Nah, you no, couldn't. No. I know you couldn't. The shrimp is seasoned. And I had some uh, I had some fish fry left. I just used the fish fry, you know. Mm-hmm. It did it, it did what it had to do. That's man. Okay. That's, I just never heard that combo. I mean I never heard of that combo. I, again, you this <laughs> it's one of those things, it's just me and you talking, so it once is. It, once it come out, you'll see. People will be like, Yeah, that is a wild combo. I mean, I just think it's not the normal combo, but like I yeah. uh, it's, I'm not mad at it. It's though. a meal, I, you know. I don't understand. To be honest with you, I'm not even the, beefed out with the broccoli, bro. It's the was it ranch style beans? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't understand the abnormality of my of my meal. Honestly, That's the I just think that you're used to eating it with fries, and because I didn't have fries, but I, like I say, rice. You know that's common. <laughs> Dirty rice. Even if you went to like, if you had some mac and like, if you went the soul food side, right, route with it, but. I went the I went the not a lot of dishes route. Yeah, for sure. One pot for everything. Mm-hmm. If you want to be, if I want to be completely honest. <laughs> yeah. One pot for the shrimp, beans, broccoli. It boom. Com- it come down to that sometimes. I started cooking at eight thirty. I hate cooking late. Yeah, that is kind of late. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would you have made? Like, what took like, the longest to cook the broccoli? They all pretty quick meal. Yeah, the broccoli because you know. Yeah, Mine, I know the shrimp take no time, and mm-hmm. the beans just got to heat them up. I know, unless you're doing it. Actual beans and I ain't there yet. Soak them down overnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> overnight. I mean, I I know the process to get them done. I just like I'm not doing that. But what you would have made? Like you like man, with, I, with I, I my shrimp. It. No, what you would have made at eight thirty at night? Nah, and you know late, you and you I'm, you just go you nah, just go starve. No, nah, that's. I probably would if I <laughs> yeah honestly, bro. That's too late, bro. <laughs> I wake up early, bro. I just attack it in the morning. I'm not mad. I get you. I'm with you. I just it's a wild combo. But in context, at eight thirty, I'm gonna stand on it. But if it was 
earlier, you would have you would have made that combo, or you would have just no, no, different? I would have did something. Else. Okay, all right. Well, because I opened my pantry, you don't open your pantry. Like, okay, what am I gonna do? Okay, so that was the the, the best of the rest type meal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, see when you say it like that, <laughs> but if you say you co- like cognizantly said, nah, I won't. No, nah, I won't be no, no. I gotta I, have beans and broccoli with my it did, shrimp. It did like the broccoli I bought it uh, some days ago, and I don't want to go bad. It's fresh broccoli. Oh, okay. So it's like see, the broccoli. Okay, gotta get, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't want to, to go bad. But yeah. see, if you would have just structured it like that, we wouldn't even <laughs> went through that. Because I'm like, oh well, yeah, that happened. I had some like mm-hmm. combos. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, well, everybody had a little. I would just throw this stuff together. I'm eating it. Wasn't nobody else eating it. I said, bro, this spinach going bad. I got to do something with it. I kind of got some spinach in there right now that's doing the same thing. Got to put it in something. But I had to get ready, you know. Had to get ready for episode twenty two. Mm-hmm. Of the Transferable Experience Podcast. You're here with your boy June and your boy Ed, my best friend. How you doing today, bro? I'm good. I, I thought we were still gonna give them a little music, no? Oh, you no, want some more? Yeah, no, I'm about to say they no got music. dreams. It's okay. That's a classic. Yeah, and I got a little bit of that. I'm good, man. I'm real good. I uh, mm-hmm. I worked eleven hours of overtime this week, man. Hey, hard working black man. It'd be more exciting if that, you know, equated to money, not time, but you know. Time is good too. It'll get utilized. Shout out to the wage workers. Shout out to the salary earners. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard yeah. road for for some of y'all, man. Yeah, bro. you put That's that time in. I would always. But if it's an option, I would always rather get paid hourly. But what's the incentive? The incentive is that like you put more work in, so you look better, and you can. That's what you can use to leverage a raise or a promotion when it comes time. What like putting extra time in? Yeah. Uh, for me, I just got stuff that got to be done, and oh. the time is the time. <laughs> I was about to say, you can leverage that when it comes to. I mean, I guess it showed that, you know, you like. I've been at my job for a year. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, I guess you would view it differently, somebody working extra when you know they're getting paid compared to when you know they're not getting paid, you know? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if I was to look at, like, if I say who want to make some money like if if i was talking to some hour the people say well if i was the boss i was like, well who want to make some extra money mm-hmm. i know you come in there because you want to make some extra money yeah. you don't want to be here but yeah then, but the money but yeah if i'm mm-hmm. saying hey um mm-hmm. you some of y'all we need to come Saturday, we need some people to come in yeah. and there's no money involved yeah you look yeah. at it different or you yeah. realize like oh yeah they don't really have no in, yeah. as much motivation yeah yeah so that's an interesting thing. I'd inspire motivation and everything like that. But like I said, we get paid in time. So mm-hmm. I worked eleven hours, so time and a half. Mm-hmm. So that's like around a little over sixteen hours mm-hmm. of time I get to use now, which is mm-hmm. like two days. So I made. Mm-hmm. So I got two days now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. See that I can understand that. So it's like it's not. Nothing, you know, like, like it's so not just a like thank you, you, like like you're going to get this time back in somewhere. Yeah, it's like okay. it's just, it just go into a bank, like what what the rest of your like mm-hmm. vacation time where you say, oh, I got this much time. Mm-hmm. It just adds to that, you know. So I so mean, now you got eleven more hours or whatever. It is, yeah, right? so I can okay. use that whenever. So it's kind of cool. that gonna come. In yeah, handy. that's why I was like, it's not like the worst, but if it was money, though, yeah, if it was money, <laughs> yeah, it was money, that'd be different. But be nah, different. I mean, that's the second best thing. No and then time. I guess I guess the thinking is also like. I'm gonna need this extra hours at some point. I mean, yeah, man, you mm-hmm, want to duck mm-hmm, off mm-hmm. early, might have a little and, excursion, and then, man, with the world opening and they announced like 19 concerts this week, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, they yeah. like all on like nasty days, Wednesdays. So like, mm-hmm. 
because I, I know I got my blast tickets and that concert Sunday so I'm taking that Monday off mm. and see I can use my time for stuff like that mm-hmm. you ain't as pressed you know normally if you only got a little bit of time you got to really like mm-hmm. be strategic and, like okay I'm gonna work this day so I can get this day and yeah, okay I mean, I'm gonna I'm ask two weeks in advance because yeah, I know if nah, I so yeah. we don't have to do that yeah. though so now I just get to kind of just use the time when I want to so mm-hmm. maybe balance out in the grand scheme of things it's not money but it's the next best thing I don't want to sound elitist because I'm not elitist at all because I'm not even up there. But, like, is it easier to get off days now in, like, just the workplace in general? Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I haven't. I find that, like, I've been having, like, within the last, like, three years, I know that, like, through experience, I've been getting, like, better jobs. Mm -hmm. But it's been getting, like, increasingly easier for me to get a day off. Yeah, like I got a boss right. Like my boss right now, he literally tells us like, "Well, if y'all need a day off, take it." Like, yeah, you got you. He's like, you need to be able to work when you when you're working. And That's if you true. need a day off to like recharge or stuff, I don't know. I just think that now that that kind of stuff is at the forefront, like mental health. And yeah, I'm about to say because we get like a mental health day. Yeah, the funny thing about our mental health day though, if you want to use your mental health day, you have to they <laughs> per the. Um, whatever it's called, the yeah. manual procedure book. I don't know. Policy. I can't think of the name. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever that mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Technically, we had to let them know 48 hours ahead of time if we want to use a mental health day. I was like, so I'm supposed to know That's not- three days ahead of time that I'm going to be mentally exhausted Wait. on three days from now and I'm going to need that time. Uh, so they want you to gradually crack and be like, nah, <laughs> nah, I can't do it Thursday. It's Monday. I ain't going to be able to do it I Thursday. I know I can't make it. I know I, know I, can't. I can't. I know I can't make it on a Thursday. But uh, they kind of laughed at that and it's like, you don't have to do that because okay. Kind of like that's like not, if it's a mental health day, you know. I was about to say that, that's not what the day is for. That's kind of like you know. That's kind of like bury in the moment. You mm-hmm. know that kind of. I mean, it might build up sometimes, but but a lot of that is just yeah. You wake up that day and you just say, "I can't mm-hmm. go. I just don't have it in me." I didn't have them days. I didn't have yes. them days. I was like, that's the funny thing with me though. I don't really like because I always think like if I'm off and like you know mm-hmm. everybody in our little bubble or like people that just got nine to five jobs so it's like if i'm off what am i do at that time like if i just take off i don't mm-hmm. like taking off day well unless i just need it you know if yeah, I'm as just far as like some business or, or dealing with something or if i'm just like to that point where i just need an extra day because i'm exhausted or mm-hmm, something but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't want to just take off a random day and just be at home with nothing to do when everybody else at work anyway yeah yeah it's kind of like back in the day when you like got to stay home from school but yeah. you realize, like, everybody, oh, at, school. everybody at school. Like, so what are you going to do now? Yeah, what you going to do now? Like, yep, yep. So, I understand that. Yeah, I, understand. I don't really just. Like, like I say, if it's something where I need it, like, mm-hmm. I'm doing something, I got to take it off, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. But like I say, I'm going to start taking it off because I just got the time, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just last don't. concert day after. Huh, it's a Sunday. I don't want to go to a concert at night. Then have to go to work in the morning. And that makes sense. Yeah, that's so. a lot of that's a lot of energy expended. Yeah, so. You know what I'm saying? And I just like I just don't find myself having to do the strategic thinking like you said anymore. Yeah. Um especially with the stuff I got coming up, like you said, I got some concerts I'm going to, but all my concerts are like September, October. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I like my, uh, I'm going to the Conway show. I'm going to the uh Kevin Gay show cuz I got I got to see him, you know what I'm saying? I know What what uh give me three songs. That I want to see, world, yeah. That he could perform, he would perform. Angels. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
pouring a certain no perfect perfection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, it's so many. I know he ain't gonna do Twilight. He ain't gonna go back there for it. I know. He man, Kevin Gates, he's a good performer, man. He, uh, if he, he might, if he give me Twilight, I'm satisfied. I'm like, I'm satisfied. <laughs> I'm satisfied. If he give me two out of those three, because mm-hmm. I feel I'm man. Perfect Imperfection is like one of my favorite gay songs, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty known song. But now that he has more stuff out, if it was a song yeah. that's gonna get slid out the rotation, mm-hmm. it's probably that one. And Twilight, man, that's like that's like a shot in the dark for me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just a part. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, hey, I'm gonna listen to that on the way to the show just to get myself ready. Type type stuff like that. Um, Are you like one of those type of people? Like before concerts, you want you want to listen to the artists you about to go listen to? Nah, not really. I, I, I personally don't. Nah, I don't. I don't. I don't want to get tired of it. Yeah, you know I was saying, like, bro, we about to go see this live. live. I don't necessarily want to hear this right yeah, now. Yeah. I want to listen to music. Yeah, you know, I do. But not what we about to go listen to live. And most of the times, like it be a little little, it be a little jam session before they come on anyway. So like, yeah. you know, like you gonna have to like wait. You're not like you listening to Gates and then you going right in and hear Gates. I, like, I forgot about that portion of concerts where they like mm-hmm. before people come out they be playing music. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they be really good. Man, when I was in New York and I went to the Freddie Gibbs show, I loved that portion <laughs> because I was in New York hearing New York songs in New York. Mm-hmm. So it was it was so good to see how they react. To the songs that I felt like were New York anthems, mm-hmm. like I really mean it by Dipset. Yeah, boy, well that that's like Bow City done to them. <laughs> that came on and just to begin to everybody. Oh man, I'm telling you, it was live. Mm. I loved it personally. Yeah, I want to go back, but but yeah, concerts are coming up. Uh, outside is opening back up. Is is getting me pretty uh excited. Yeah, um, back to like. Really like a sense of normalcy, like real normal, where it's like events and mm-hmm. stuff going on. Because we talk about it, man. Like, and we've talked about it earlier. Like, now that I look at my life, now it's like I don't really do much like I used to. I'm not like mm-hmm. hitting every club, it hitting such and such. I want to do the things I like, and I like concerts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like, I love music. Like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So like now that that's bad, that's like man, that's something to do now. Like yeah, that was pretty big for me because I do mm-hmm. enjoy going to concerts thoroughly. So because mm-hmm. I was like, dang, I forgot how much I like doing it. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. Uh, interesting week for me, man. And this kind of what I wanted to uh, get into. Uh, so you say you worked overtime this week. I've been kind of getting some extra hours this week as well because uh, I'm training someone. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what happened. Now I might sound like an asshole, but I don't try to be. Dude, we training. Uh, he 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 jumped in with me uh, Tuesday, so like I'm showing him the ropes, mm-hmm. driving him around, and things like this. Now, I, ladies and gentlemen, I have a work car that I use to get to my different appointments and stuff like that. And I've been having this work car for just about a year now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This trainee <laughs> just got hired like a, a, a couple of days ago. Gets in the car, we drive, we do we do the first appointment, good. Then we go to the second appointment, good. This dude like turned the AC on like four. 
and like put it on like full blast and like adjust it to temperature. Now look. Is it like dual? No. Uh, oh man. So look. It's not necessarily my car because mm-hmm. it belongs to the company. Yeah. But I'm personally responsible for it. I gas that mug up. I take it to the car wash. I cleaned it up. I said, but that's your company vehicle. Yeah, but it's my car. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So when he did that, I gave him like a little side eye at first. And I was like, oh, hold on, man. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You new here. Mm-hmm. And they, it ain't really just about him being new, but it's like, you're coming into my environment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I blew that off. That happened like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday come. You know, I be on the ox, you know what I'm saying? Because then again, it's my car, and I, I go and I pick him up. So whatever I'm listening to, he just got to jump in and just. Yeah. Every now and then, he would ask for a song. You know what I'm saying? I, I throw it in there. What was one of the songs he requested out of curiosity? Oh, dog, shoot. Oh, man. Because he asked for a song. He played like. I can't remember the song. I can't remember the song. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look at my. Was I'm, it like rap music? Yeah, it was like a. It was like a. It was like a rap. It was like a melody rap, mm. like a Smino type of type oh, of thing. Okay. So that's one of the ones. Like it don't ruin the vibe. Mm-hmm. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, okay. Oh well. I'm trying to see if it's still in here. Oh, Ro James. <laughs> that's who he played. That's lost R&B. my. Yeah, lost my mind. Mm. You want me to play it real quick? <laughs> What we two? No? Okay. No. Anyways, I'll put it in the description. Y'all can listen to it. Go listen to it. It's actually a cool song. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? I throw his stuff in there. That's interesting. Road yeah. James. I throw his stuff in there. You know, it's cool. We driving. Now, this what happened. And this is what I want to put light, put, share the light on. I was listening to my music. And then he, like, tried to turn it up. And then that's when I had to... I said, hold on, man. I said, bro, you got to ask first, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, don't just come in here and just start touching stuff, bro. Like, yeah. I got things set up the way they are for me on a mm. day. And I'm doing all the driving. If we crash this mug, he ain't going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if this thing went out of gas, they're going to say, Jew, why you didn't put no gas in? Mm-hmm. Come on. If it's super dirty, I'm like, Jew, why you didn't take it to the... You know, it's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Therefore... It's my environment, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it really is. Like, that car is me, mm-hmm. so to speak. And it just made me think, like, because <clears throat> at the end of the day when I dropped him off, mm-hmm. he's like, man, appreciate the day, man. I learned so much. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I won't touch your radio again. And uh, he's a white guy. But anyway, he's like, I won't touch your radio again. And I was like, bro, it ain't just about you touching the radio. Like, you changed the AC. You touching the radio. Like, bro, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I provide a welcome environment, I know, but like mm-hmm. you gotta ask those things. Like, you know, you know, that's important to me. Uh, setting boundaries. That's a boundary, bro. Mm-hmm. And I know that like that's what we want to get into. And I was like, that's so crazy that that happened to me this week. Mm-hmm. And it, it made me think like I could have told him, and this is why I want to ask you this. I I could have told him when he first got in the car, hey, I'm Julius. These are the things I like. These are the things I don't like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like that's a way to set a boundary. But yeah, like, that's intense. But it's intense. Oh my God, yeah, okay. golly! But like, 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you could have got it like, hey, don't touch the radio. That's don't touch very, the AC. Yeah, it can be very, like, abrasive. Mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, have you been in a situation like that where you had to, like, like, I knew that was a boundary for me, mm-hmm. but I didn't have, I don't know, I didn't I didn't have the, uh, I don't know, like, the signal to even enforce it until it happened. Yeah, which may make which kind of made me sound after the fact because I could have said that before, but I didn't. Have you ever experienced like I don't know? What do you even think about this situation? I mean, that was like three questions. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's kind of how it happens. Um, a lot of times, like like you said, you don't want to come off like rude or like just too much. Like, mm-hmm. like that's really being abrasive. Mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, like I he, didn't touch it, like or like, yeah, like, dang, I just got in this car, like I just met you. Hello, <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> you just instantly start with all that. Like, my goodness, that can be intense. I'm gonna say, and that doesn't foster, and that could be off putting to some. And like you said, you're trying to foster a welcoming environment, environment yeah, and that can like. They can make you Do seem the like opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. was instantly just it seems once you get in the car, you just state all your boundaries. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's kind of like what a lot of people do. They like don't mm-hmm. want to. They fear trying to, you know, come off the wrong way because it's. It so is. you wait for the situation to arise, mm-hmm. and then you set it. Or you let that know. You let that be known that this is one of them. Yeah, yeah. Because, because mm-hmm. I like. You know, technically, uh, the definition of boundaries is guidelines, rules, or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for other people to behave towards them Mm. and how they will respond when someone passes those limits. Mm. And it's like, the thing about boundaries, they so important in like life, but the funny thing is most boundaries are through like you learn people boundaries through trial and errors, you know, yeah. like you almost got to cross it, cross it, to but you don't know you crossing it. Yeah. Cause you know, it's not like drawn, like you can't see the line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then it's like when you cross it, it just like come to life and you, Oh, you can see it now. And it's like, okay, I know not to mm-hmm. do that anymore, but boundaries are like good and they're like healthy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I say, honestly, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Boundaries are tough, man. Because like I said, you don't want to come off the wrong way, but mm-hmm. boundaries are important to set. And mm-hmm. I think like it's just like I feel like in certain aspects of life, boundaries are easier to create than others. Like professionally, like mm. they give you that that yeah. job description with expectations. Yeah, they do. Heck, they even have on there you need to be able to lift. Up to pounds, pounds. Yeah, like, hey, do. you might they have do. to lift something. Don't be surprised. Don't like, be surprised when we ask you. Yeah. And it's like they give you that job description on purpose. So like mm-hmm. that's a boundary saying this mm-hmm. is what you're nope. supposed to do, and like you should know this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, act accordingly. The the expectation is already been yeah. set or given to yeah. you. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you can't say, oh, well, I didn't know. No, no, you know you did. You're supposed to read your job description. Yeah. So. And then, like, even, like, in, like, an interpersonal communication, like, I've always found, because me personally, I don't, when I'm at work, I like to keep it professional. I don't like getting into my personal life. I may throw in some type of little small tidbit to show that I'm human, but mm-hmm. I'm not, you know. You're not running down your weekend to no, your No, I'm not doing yeah. it, and that's my boundary. Like, mm-hmm. some, I've worked with people that, they want heck, to do I know it. they got a date tonight. They yeah. get deep into that. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, they get deep into their personal. Me? Yeah. 
How was your weekend? Oh, it was great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I just relaxed, took it easy. Mm-hmm. I say that. That would. You asked me that about <laughs> two or three Mondays in a row. You get it. Mm-hmm. Don't pry. Like, mm-hmm. we can talk, you know, but nah, we're not. I'm not here to share it, my personal life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you keep working personal life separate. Yeah. yeah. That's my boundary. That's a I don't, boundary. I don't like to. Like, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to hang out with anybody I work with personally. Now mm-hmm. we can do something as a work group together after work, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's not me. Yeah. That's still, yeah, yeah. That's you getting a work word, like yeah. you know. And, and we're not in the environment. I'm not about to go to. We can, yeah, uh, yeah. We can do something like go eat, or <laughs> we ain't about to go to ecstasy together. <laughs> yeah, or we go bowl, just something a group activity. But I'm that not, fosters, it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just my boundary. And like I say, mm-hmm. I just create that early. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really, you know, it's funny. The timing of boundaries is so important as well, mm-hmm. right? Because look, given take my example when he when he. He when he took when he touched the AC the first day, mm-hmm. I didn't say nothing. I could have nipped it in the bud right there. Yeah. But when he touched the radio, I knew it, like this is something I gotta say because it was when he did the AC, it made me uncomfortable. I didn't feel like that was permissible, yeah. at least without letting him know. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I want to let you know first, like this is something I'm not cool with. Yeah. Because number one. You're making a solo now that you're here. A solo space is a shared space now. Mm-hmm. So now we're not. I'm not only looking out for like me and what I need. You have things that you need as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's telling me that like he sweat easy and stuff like that. Okay, that's cool. Like that's why I said ask though. Like that's yeah. how you can kind of like cut through a lot of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, that's like a good way to temper boundaries mm-hmm. by asking before you do something like is it okay if i do yeah. you mind if i especially like mm-hmm. you say you in like someone else environment you don't know how they like stuff ran mm-hmm. like you know how wild it is to just go to somebody's house and instantly go change the thermostat oh my god well i was hot but you don't live but like that is almost you might get shot over that you but that's a crime I've had, yeah, that's that's a that's, crime. That's, that's not that's, a crime. You too comfortable. <laughs> I like to foster a welcoming environment of comfort too. But I I got boundaries with how comfortable I want you to be. To be honest, but if a person even go look at my thermostat, I might be like, "That's when." Hold on, wait, 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 bro. <laughs> I have to just go touch my thermostat and change it. <laughs> no, that's uh, that is actually very very inconsiderate. And looking at the definition. Like where where it said limits rules or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe and permissible ways. Like I don't know when I told him don't touch the radio because that's something that like I really it's my music, bro. Mm-hmm. Like to be honest, that's what get me through the day. Mm-hmm. It's hot as hell outside. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's pretty hot. Some of these some of these customers be mm-hmm. out they body. Mm-hmm. Talking about the side of their neck at me. The music was calm, what is what calms me down. For somebody like mess with the radio and mm-hmm. all doing all that, I was like, hey, man, you messing with my piece right there. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that it was very inconsiderate. And when, we, and when it comes to boundaries, because <clears throat> boundaries, like when you're talking about them, it's a confrontational thing. It is. Like, cause like mm-hmm. you said, like, you don't know it's there until it happened. 
Yeah, and, and at it, that point, if somebody bringing it up, that probably means you crossed it. Yeah, man. you crossed it. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like I get that's that's my struggle. When when it's crossed, no, I know who I am and I know my boundaries. But when do I tell them to you? Mm. Like like mm. you said, if I just meet a person, should I say, "Hey, I'm Ed. Here are my boundaries." Like, you know, that's like. Too much too soon But it's like You don't want to let it go on Too far though Because If you let it go on It becomes a, Then you try to bring it up They'll be like Well I've never why, Done yeah. this before Why are you acting like this now Like mm-hmm. What changed Like mm-hmm. And you be like Well that's been my boundary Then that's like Well why didn't you say something sooner Then mm-hmm. you like Well I didn't want to be rude Well mm-hmm. If it was bothering you so much You know mm-hmm. So then it's like a circle Where it's like it's like you kind of danged if you do, danged if you don't, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think the time and the boundaries is very important. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. and like I say, I've learned up until this point in my life, I've learned everybody boundaries through trial and error. Like, okay, okay, that's 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 too far. Okay, don't touch that. <laughs> Seriously, and that's yeah, how most no, people learn boundaries. No. And like, is that the healthiest way to learn boundaries? Mm-hmm. No. Like, look, this next quote that comes from the article it says. Healthy boundaries are those boundaries that are said to make sure mentally, emotionally, you are stable. Mm-hmm. Like, like you just said, like, I know one of my boundaries is like, don't bring new people to my house without telling me that you're bringing them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you was coming here, you'd be like, hey, dude, I'm I'm, a, I'm bringing my homeboy, blah, blah, blah. I know him from yeah. such and such. But for you to show up with just another nigga just at my door, I'm like, man, what the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? Just another person, especially when I'm under the impression that it's just you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I know how I know how me and you do, and I know how our space is. But the reason why I need to keep me emotionally stable and mentally stable because I do like to like know somebody's connection, like kind of like know the link, so it doesn't be so awkward when we're talking. You know what I mean? And I I, I value my home space to be safe, so I don't just necessarily just want. Yeah. A bunch of people Just yeah. random people In my space In your space Cause it's yours Especially if you just Bombard me with it By not even telling me That you <laughs> had people with you Yeah Or if you say Okay we about to head that way I'm like Wait who is who Who is we Yeah, yeah. Who is we man yeah. Who is we Cause I Nah I don't mm-hmm. I don't like that But Like I say I think that's the thing With boundaries Like they're so important And everybody have them Like mm-hmm. there's nobody That don't have Some type of boundary mm-hmm, Whether mm-hmm. you or Cognitively aware of it or not, you yeah. have a boundary. Yeah, and to be honest, like like you said, like I didn't realize that was so important to me until it happened. Mm-hmm. Until he touched the radio, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I didn't know it was there until he did that. And I don't know, and and how and and how boundaries are even like constructed is a deeper psychological thing that we don't have to get into. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, that kind of get up to. Into your makeup and who you are. Yeah, I'm about, about to say past like, experiences <laughs> and traumas. Like yeah. a lot of it's formed from traumas. Like, mm-hmm. and that's why I say keep yourself emotionally, mentally stable because that might be a trigger for somebody. Yeah. Might be a dude that got robbed once, but he showed up with a with a new person at his house. Like that's triggering. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or he just had somebody over to his house that he didn't know, and it was in his personal space, mm-hmm. and he was just really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. couldn't tell me you was bringing somebody over. Mm-hmm. You ever had a do you feel like boundaries are final? Like you ever had a boundary that you like 
relaxed like okay that's well, not really that no i think that's the thing about boundaries is it's like you as a person you change over time you know like what would have been a boundary for yeah. me at 17 do i care as much you know like mm-hmm. so i think and that's kind of what the article spoke on too like mm-hmm. boundaries or you know they change as people change you know mm-hmm. it's not the same and mm-hmm. but i guess that's why you have to communicate that but i mean again man it's just mm-hmm. When do you communicate that? Like, I guess. I think you go ahead, my bad. But no, you can go ahead. No, I'm saying I think you say it as soon as it happens. But like the the language used mm-hmm. when explaining it is so important. Yeah. If you did something like, "Damn, nigga, why you did that?" That's different than, "Hey, man, I know you probably ain't know, uh, but that's just something that like I'm not really comfortable with." Um, it. You, I mean, you don't got to go too deep, but I know a person like me, I'd be like, you know, this is what it kind of does to me. If you can respect that, yeah. we would probably work out better. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if you were there <laughs> like that, how can you, how can you be not, mad at yeah, that? Like, d- yeah. Like, okay. Well, but if I'd be yeah. like, damn, nigga, why you did that? You'd be like, damn, hold on. What the f-? You know what I'm saying? Like, all I did was change the thermostat. You know what I'm saying? Or like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I think that language, I think when you, when it comes to that, I think that's when you say it. But there is You do have to teach yourself That's why I say it's so tied with confrontation Because you gotta teach yourself how do you handle confrontation mm-hmm. Do you handle it like with a high head With a strong iron fist Or do you approach it with like Understanding like okay Let me just clear this out Clear this out the way right now uh, I'm like, Did that just cross a boundary Or was that like just straight up disrespect this, no matter how you look at it like yeah yeah somebody slapping you but ain't a boundary you know no no that's yeah. yeah that's true that's just disrespect. compared to somebody you know mm-hmm. having a plus one and not telling you mm-hmm. it's like like yeah, like that's easily that's a boundary yeah. that's not necessarily disrespect yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's true or somebody calling you in the wee hours of the night yeah because that's my thing yeah like, i know that was one of yours and that and that kind of do stem from like just like kind of not trauma is a I, I take that word serious so i wouldn't say necessarily trauma like a conditioning just out of experience like mm-hmm. if one of my male friends hitting me up late it's never for something good that means something just happened you know and mm-hmm. they like conveying the message to me mm-hmm. so anytime okay. somebody yeah. reach out to me past a certain time like something can only ever be this important if it's yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. you're not texting me at one o'clock to tell me that you ate Subway for lunch, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like if you hitting me up or trying to call me at midnight, mm-hmm. oh, this must be. Especially yeah. if you call, and that's why I'm real. Text, you know, text or text. You get you to get them. Them. You get mm-hmm. to them. I don't really. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you text me, but if mm-hmm. you calling me mm-hmm. like after nine. Like at ten thirty mm-hmm. on a, a Wednesday, you calling me? Like what? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Mm-hmm. But then if you just say, "Hey, I was just seeing if you wanted to work out tomorrow," no, don't do that. So, like I said, that's why it's a, that's a boundary for me. Like mm-hmm. not calling me at a certain time because I associate that with mm-hmm. something being wrong or mm-hmm. urgent or something serious. Yeah, yeah. Because I because I've been on the phone with you and it's like, okay, so 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 what what we doing? You know what we need to do. But if it's just a touch, like, bro, you could have just told me that tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or just text me. Or that way I know me. it's like, you. okay, you just trying to notify me or yeah, something compared yeah. to calling me. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then the later, bro, the, the worst. Oh, man. Like, yeah. if, you, if you were to call me. I've made that mistake. After <laughs> me at night. Oh, no, I ain't never did that. Before. Like, that late, that. Yeah. I'm really going to be upset if it's just for something. 
like minuscule, yeah, yeah, or just something that's not serious. Cause like, mm-hmm. and that's like I say, that's just a boundary for me because mm-hmm. I associate late phone calls with something serious, emergencies, yeah, mm-hmm. emergencies, yeah, yeah, emergencies, yeah. Nah, man, that that's actually a great boundary to have because your sleep is important. You wake up early, you know, what I'm saying you have an early start to your day, so you need that rest. And even if it's not in the form of sleeping. You know what I mean? It's your time to recharge. Yeah, yeah. And relax. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, that's very interesting because um, we've been talking about it like uh, platonically, but like even romantically. Mm-hmm. Like, and this goes this goes into like knowing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. knowing what works for you or how you like to be handled. Mm-hmm. Because like life doesn't happen in a vacuum, bro. My experience mm-hmm. that I've had is totally different from yours, Ed. What mm-hmm. works for you is a product of your, you know, experiences. I know I said trauma, but conditionings, uh, way of life, and my makeup is of that too, which could mm-hmm. be two totally different walks yeah, of no life. No one has this same yeah. exact life. Yeah, it's not, you know, you know what I mean? And in relationships, mm-hmm. which are which I do believe are trial and error, yeah. I discovered a lot of my boundaries. Mm-hmm. When I started dating at like 16, I ain't necessarily know that like I want to be blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some tried. I ain't really, wasn't really vibing with it, with it. Okay, that's not for me. Yeah. Or like two years down the line, we on the phone, we get in an argument. The first thing you do is yell. Mm-hmm. That's a boundary. Like, dang, like, that's crossing a boundary with me because I don't want to. I wouldn't do that to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. don't just call my phone straight up hollering without, yeah, without no discussion, mm-hmm. no kind of like. You know what I'm saying? I could see if you get like throughout the conversation, we get emotional and passionate. Yeah, but the call and like straight off the bat, yeah, I don't rock with that. Mm-hmm. And I found that out through my dating experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that. When you're in a relationship, it brings a lot of those boundaries to the forefront. Yeah, definitely in a romantic relationship, <laughs> it does. And then, like like you say, like a lot of them, you don't even know until it come up, and then you be like, "I don't like that." And but like I said again, like I think the key to boundaries is kind of like self discovery, which is knowing yourself to know what you do like and don't like, and then mm-hmm. the boundaries mm-hmm. that entails. Because I know. Like on a romantic level, like one of my main boundaries is I don't like being talked to like crazy. Like, mm, like okay, like you don't have to get disrespectful or, or just you know to get your point across. Yeah, like I, I got comprehension skills, so you can just oh say, yeah, that's the worst. You upset me when you did this. You mm-hmm. don't have to call me out of my name. Yeah, or, like oh you acting like an idiot right or, now. Or, yeah, yeah, or like like or belittle or downgrade. Yeah, me. Like, nah, nah, we don't. I don't. I have a lot of things, but I know I ain't dumb. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to say, and then that boundary for me was because, like, in my household, we might joke mm-hmm. and stuff, but, like, it was always a certain level of respect. We're not going around calling people stupid yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or, like, using any type of words like, that kind of, like, derogatory. Yeah, yeah. or that just belittle you or yeah. something like that. So I always say, I nope, like, my mama don't talk to me that way. Like, Damn, nope. Bro. So I just don't like being talked to. Yeah. Like, yeah. That because it's not necessary. Like, mm-hmm. if you tell me you was frustrated with me, I understand that means oh you were upset. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to like uh-huh. 
yeah, try you, to like <laughs> make me understand you like, like double down like, on yeah it. Through, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. by doing that like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you say you felt disrespected i understand what mm-hmm. being disrespected mean and like the weight that that holds you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i think that's like my main one but like mm-hmm. i say man just boundaries is like they important and like mm-hmm. the, it can be awkward you know to just kind of have that talk but i feel like you know that's so necessary for people to understand they boundaries to even know how to mm-hmm. interact with you mm-hmm. and it kind of bleeds over into like a uh we had a podcast earlier uh, in the year about forgiveness because mm-hmm. uh, I think that's that's also included in like boundaries. Yeah, because it's like it's hard to be mad if you didn't tell. Yeah, that. it's like how can I be mad if he didn't know? I say again, outside know. of something that's just universally disrespectful, but like yeah. if they don't know, you can't really fault them for that. Like, yeah, and that be the most fuzziest feeling in feeling like relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say relationships because it could be friend or you know intimate. It's just explaining it like, dang, like, yeah. I'm trying to convey to you that I didn't like something, yeah. And maybe I'm just discovering, and this is a boundary for me. Mm-hmm. And I hate that you're kind of on the brunt, receiving the brunt of it, yeah. But I promise you, like, it's only because of, yeah. This. And it's not like you, yeah. trying to attack them, yeah. Because at the end of the day, if they didn't know, because mm-hmm. there's been a lot of situations like that, mm-hmm. where I'm like, well, I didn't, Bullshit. or you'd be like, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's true. So it's like, mm-hmm. and like I say, it's just like communicating that the right way. And I think you like the way you worded that earlier was perfect. Where it's like mm-hmm. you give context, and you're not mm-hmm. trying to say it in like a a demonstrative way or like a way of like to be like mm-hmm. attacking them mm-hmm. to make them feel attacked. You kind of just explain this stuff from your end and explain how that's mm-hmm. a and, boundary for you. And then, like I say, if you word that the right way, it's like. How do you get offended by somebody telling you, mm-hmm. you know, with context and stuff like mm-hmm. rather than saying, I don't like that. Don't do that. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, OK, mm-hmm. it's just it just helps people when they have a context to be able to better understand. Because like at the end of the day, you're the only person that's been around you all your life. Mm-hmm. No one else has. So I don't know that in third mm-hmm. grade or something, somebody slapped yeah. you at the back, on the back of your neck <laughs> from then. You know, like you don't like people behind you. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. I just don't know that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Without you explaining it and communicating it, it's like, mm-hmm. and it's that's funny because it um, it it makes me think about how do you react when you've crossed somebody's boundary? Oh, me! I cross boundaries all the time, so I just <laughs> apologize and <laughs> make sure it don't happen again. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I I look for understanding. I apologize. Um. And I know, but well, we already talked about this in the forgiveness episode. But I'm just saying, like, if you can give me the context, like, I would never forget it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I call you at twelve o'clock in midnight and you really say, like, Jew, that's not a good time for me because I'm associated with emergencies. I think something is seriously wrong, and it's not. That's like not cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would never forget that. As opposed to you just being like, "Bro, don't do that again." Mm-hmm. That kind of made me feel shut out. Now you could now I understand that we got more context because we're friends and like we have love for each other. Yeah. But if it's like a general person, you might not want to dive into that. Yeah. But you can also be like, hey bro, that's not cool. That's not how I rock. You know what I mean? It's not your fault, but like so you know for next time. You know what I'm saying? Like But yeah, that's why I like, I, mm-hmm. I try to just kind of be a little transparent with people and at least enough for them to like 
yeah. to give them some type of context to know I'm not like just mm-hmm. I ain't pissed up yeah. saying like oh, okay I didn't really like it but no mm-hmm. I'm saying like hey man yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not really fond of being mm-hmm. called out my name that's just not something I'm into so and in that same you know and in that same token Ed I would be very intent with the apology too when yeah. you when you do call somebody like bro. I ain't trying to, you know, mess with you or nothing. Like, I really didn't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, like I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, see from both sides. Like, yeah. the same energy we got with, like, it being crossed is the same energy I would like to have when I do cross. Like, hey, bro, I'm sorry if that really moved you in a negative way, but. Yeah, and, and like, for me, bro, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't move with malicious intent. Yeah, so yeah. So, anytime somebody say something bothered them, like, mm-hmm. like, I can apologize. Yeah. And then, like, you. You know me, man. When I was mm-hmm. a little younger, I kind of just didn't, you know. I give just, a damn. I would just speak my thoughts. Yeah, so yeah, of course, I crossed plenty of boundaries. So I got good at apologizing <laughs> and and moving accordingly once I cross a boundary. Yeah, that's yeah. trial. Like it's I say, trial, it's trial and error too. Trial and error, man. Like, like yeah. So I gotta say that, and you know, like I said, that ain't even though I speak my mind and stuff. That's still never like my intent to like you know mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. malicious anyway. So if I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. And you communicate it to me that mm-hmm. is harming you in some form. I'm not gonna yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. Me personally, I'm just not like. I'm sorry. I'm pulling up a because uh, this week uh, I kind of posed the question to mm-hmm. our listeners, and I kind of just wanted to like highlight a couple of things that were said, and maybe we can react to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I will read what I what I asked. Uh, these are the questions that I asked. I said. How do you handle setting slash enforcing boundaries? Do you struggle with it? Mm-hmm. And the follow-up question was, have you ever set a boundary and realized that it wasn't needed later on, which is what I asked you. Yeah. Uh, then one of our uh, frequent listeners, uh, our boy Scott. Shout, shout out to Scott. Shout out to Scott. He out there in New York. Uh, he do a lot of good work with the solar industry. So shout out to you, Scott. And if you listen to this, I love you, boy. This is how I know if you're listening. <laughs> Um, he says, setting boundaries is something that I find myself continuously working on. Professionally, I have always found it difficult as a young professional because I'm constantly wanting to learn more and take on more responsibility. Mm-hmm. I have learned to be very direct with my supervisors about the impact and downstream effects of too much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He said, I've been, <laughs> he didn't say that. But anyway, I have been lucky uh, to have supervisors who respect that and are cognizant of my issue with with taking too much on. Socially, it's even harder because I care a lot about the people in my life. Again, I try to communicate if I need space, but struggle with holding the line sometimes. Mm-hmm. And this makes sense. Uh, also, this is somebody I have a lot of context with because we, we live together. Um, and sometimes that be it, bro. Like, I don't know, like, when I want to know so much about a person, like you said, like, you just be rambling off thoughts, like, I'm going to ask them a lot of questions just because, like, I'm a social person and I'm really mm-hmm. trying to, like, dig into the person that you are. Yeah. Because crossing the boundary isn't all, isn't, isn't monolithic. It isn't just, like, down to, like, an action. It can be through conversation, through, you know, yeah. thought. You know, so if I ask you, like, man, like, Dang, that's an interesting score. Oh, I got it when I got burned. Like, was that something like did you like were you around? Like, you know, was that something that happened at your house? They might that they might got a deep 
troubling story about that burn. Yeah, I don't really want to talk. Yeah, about but it. I'm just asking about it because I've yeah, seen it. You and when people say something like, when I'm just getting to know them, they're like, I don't really want to talk about that. But like, oh, okay, so mm-hmm. that might be a boundary. Yeah. Don't really bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's kind of like just to go into a piece of that. Mm-hmm. Dang, I lost what I was saying. Oh, um, well, yeah, I understood when he was talking about like when he was a young professional because uh, when I kind of got like my first big break in the industry I wanted to be in, mm-hmm. uh, it was at a startup and like my, you know, job mm-hmm. duties and title was this, but I had technically like three other jobs I was doing as well and like... Mm-hmm. I, I, I could kind of relate to what he was saying because it's like I had waited so long to finally get this job, which is kind of like mm-hmm. a dream job of mine and something I couldn't even imagine for myself that mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I'm willing to do mm-hmm. almost everything that's asked of me because this is what I've always wanted, even though technically like this isn't in my job description, but I'm young. I don't have an experience. You're just a sponge. And, you know, it's like they always say like, you know, like, experience is the hardest thing to get but that's the main thing they look at you right, know so it's right. like i need this to be able to even do anything else because mm-hmm. i gotta get experience and it's like you take on more and more and mm-hmm. and i could relate to that because it, it was like that with me and it was just like i never said no no matter like mm-hmm. even if i thought i could or if it was too i just always wanted to show that i was a team player and mm-hmm. like because i say i was young and they like Mm-hmm. I didn't have any experience, so I knew they took a chance on me, so I didn't want to let them down. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. anything they asked of me. And then, like I say, eventually, I kind of, once I got comfortable, I started being mm-hmm. open and being like, honestly, I have, you've mm-hmm. already gave me this and this. I, <laughs> I can't do anything else yeah. right now. Or if mm-hmm. you could yeah. give me some help, that would be great. Yeah. Rather than just taking it on and yeah. just be, because I would literally have, like, my dreams would be about what I had to do the next day at work. Cause I just had so much to do and I'd be like almost anxious. Cause like I just knew it was going to be a long day. Yeah. I wasn't going to have as much help as I needed. If I had to help, it wouldn't be bad, but it was going to be all on me. And yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I went through that. So I completely understand like when you were a young professional starting out and like, mm-hmm. like I say that, that magical e that experience, experience you don't have. Man. And once you get that chance, you want to, you want to like, you wanna yeah, you want to take advantage of it. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. not do anything that'll uh, mess it up. So you just want to, you know, be able mm-hmm. try to please them and every, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they ask, you just say, okay. Mm-hmm. So I get that. Can, what was the other questions? Cause one of those was a good question too. Um, how do you handle setting and enforcing boundaries? Do you struggle with that? Uh, have you ever set a boundary and realized it wasn't needed later on? Oh yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Oh, but no. Oh, because mm-hmm. when you said that, that was kind of a mm-hmm. thing for me. It's like, if I tell you my boundary mm-hmm. and you continuously cross it, yeah. in my mind, that means you just don't care. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And there's no other way you can like structure that in my head if I told you. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if I even reinforce it to be, you know, like kind of mm-hmm. say it again and you keep doing that, mm-hmm. in my mind, I mean, you don't care. And you can't convince me otherwise once mm-hmm. you, I, I've set the boundary and you continuously cross it. Mm-hmm. 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 I was thinking, because it makes me think like this. I got two things. Um, it makes me feel like you don't even value me enough as a person mm-hmm. to respect it. So that let me know what kind of level we're going to be dealing with each other anyway. Like yeah. If you if you if you in my workplace, 
right, I'm just keep it short with you. And if you just somebody I just know, I'm just gonna keep it short with you too. Yeah. That'll probably be the extent of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's a friend, then I'm like, okay, we're gonna take more deeper actions because it's like, what's bothering you? Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Uh, the second thing I want to say is that, um, dang. Oh, my preemptive. I I know I'm old enough now. To like, and I know I know myself, not all the way because I'm, I'm always learning. But like, I know enough of myself now to know when a when a boundary is coming when a boundary is coming up. Like, like okay, we about to have to face this. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a simple example. If we go into the Six Flags or something, and I tell you, like, bro, I don't mess with heights. That's just like what I don't do. Mm-hmm. We all go as a crew. Y'all all getting on like the dungeon drop or whatever, whatever their version is, and like people are begging me to get on the ride. Like, bro, I told y'all before we got to the amusement part. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm not really gonna rock with the the dungeon drop. See, I don't do rides. Yeah, you know, you know, real life, I don't do rides. You know, okay, yeah, but okay. See, there you go. That's a so. You ask me if I want to go to Six Flags, I'll say. uh, I mean, I don't know what I'll do, but if a group is going, I guess I can. Yeah, but like. I guess I was just using an example yeah, to explain like, like a, how like, you can, yeah, because you, you can, you can't be preemptive. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to be uh kind of like dense and just say like, oh, I don't, you know what I'm saying. I know mm-hmm. most of my boundaries, so like when I see it coming, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like or or like those game nights that we have, like that's when I relax my boundaries because I do like to be sleep by a certain time, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But if it's a Saturday. And everybody's here. It's like, oh, I ain't really got a book. You know, like, yeah. this is the day that I relax that boundary. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, I don't know. Because I try to be clear with people, like you said. Like, I'll let you know, like, bro, this is going to bother me. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> honestly, because I was telling my um, therapist about this. We'll get into that another episode. That boy, I, that boy grown. But uh, I was telling them, like, I don't have a hard time setting boundaries in my friendship. But at the mm. same time, mm. I've been knowing, like, I would say my newest friend I've been knowing at this point for five years. Okay. So it's like I've built a rapport and I've known people for so long that, you know, mm-hmm. it's a certain level of comfort. So mm-hmm. I, it's not awkward. I can just say it and like, yeah, yeah. I know how it'll be, you know, how it'll be received. I, it's not mm-hmm. as, you know, it's like I feel like, you know, me, my character after them years so it, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be perceived as though I'm you know trying to yeah. come off as rude or yeah. be aggressive or anything mm-hmm. or abrasive or anything mm-hmm. compared to like you say somebody I just met yeah. I might go about that differently because I don't really know him so I don't know how he'll perceive things and react to it because right. I might just be trying to set a boundary and he might take just, that as a yeah. Like a, like a, a def- sign like of, of aggression just dismissive, or yeah, yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. When that's not how I'm trying to come off at all. Yeah, but like I say, for me, friendships just because I've been knowing the people I deal with so long, that's not really a thing. That's not hard for me. Mm-hmm. Family, that's not really hard because mm-hmm. sometimes we all yeah. well, in my family, we yeah. kind of just oh immediate family, yeah, yeah, similar and like minded anyway. So they and we kind of just know each other because. It's like a, yeah. which like probably a, means there's there are boundaries within that, but you know them, so it's not. It's just synchronized at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but it, it it was like I can only think of like 
I can't even really think of anything in my family because, like I said, I guess it's just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. heck. If I'd been knowing you for seven years at that point, I'm only seven years old, so I guess like <laughs> yeah. it was almost ingrained in you to just know a person. Yeah, so you yeah. Know, like they don't do that. And they knowing do a person, that. you know their boundaries too. So, mm-hmm. and like I say, my family we pretty consistent. As far as personalities go, so no one has just, you know, like stepped out of line or like just changed greatly in like a short amount of time where mm-hmm. you can get acclimated to who they are now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't really have that problem now. I think romantically is where I struggle the most with boundaries because mm-hmm. it's like, again, it's like you want to be inviting. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. If you want to create an environment, a, a welcoming and comfortable environment, it's like mm-hmm. when you just get to know someone, you don't want to like do yeah, boundaries too soon because like. Yeah, because the pushback is a little. And it's bit, like if I don't know you, like, like I'm just trying to figure out if I, you know, yeah, like it, you, you know, as a as a person. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Some stuff is like it can be too soon, but then again, if you mm-hmm. wait too late, and you, it becomes something else. Four or five months down the line, and someone mm-hmm. does something, they're like, "Well, you never mm-hmm. reacted before." And be like, "Well, it bothered me, but I just didn't know mm-hmm. if it was the right time, or if it's like, like you, you when you going through that like phase of like the." What's yeah, it called? The puppy talking, dog yeah, phase. the honeymoon. Honeymoon phase. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When you, everything is joy bright and bliss, stars and, yeah. and uh, rainbows. And <laughs> you can do you that. Don't wanna, and you, you know something is eventually going to come and ruin that, but you don't want to You don't want to be the one to initiate it. Yeah, <laughs> so what's going to ruin it? So you kind of just. You just let it be. Yeah, you kind of just tuck some stuff under the chin. It did it be that one faithful night. Yeah, when it all come out, when you finally cross a boundary, oh, come or, on. or hey. they cross a boundary with you, and it's just like, okay, no, okay, like, yeah, I gotta say something now, and yeah. then it shock them because it's like you never came <laughs> off. So it's like, for me, it's like oh me finding the perfect balance between not waiting to that long, but it's funny that you say that because and it's also about commun- how you communicate them and just being better at communicating your boundaries. Yeah, that's true because that's what it really comes off to. It doesn't have to come off as confrontational. Yeah, it doesn't. It can be conversational if yeah. done right. Yeah, and it's funny that you you uh, were saying that because this is like one one of the last thing I want to talk about. Um, like when you don't have uh, when you don't have boundaries or you have poor boundaries. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have poor boundaries. It says in work or in our personal relationships, poor boundaries lead to resentment, mm-hmm. anger, mm-hmm. and burnout. Yeah. yeah, and and and, and yeah, yeah. The, the, like the days will come. Yeah, and like the resentment becomes, it becomes like it's almost a product of self guilt. Yeah, because like I resent you for not respecting this boundary, or you should ju- you should know that by now. Yeah, it's but, like that was never actually yeah. communicated. Yeah, though, so it's like and then you it's, know it, but I don't know it. And that's why I say it's a product of self guilt because it's like. Mm-hmm. I'm only so mad at you because I'm mad at myself, myself. for not even telling you. Like, yeah. and, and now it's just at a point where it's like the resentment is so much. Just like because now it's a new, it's it's a norm. Mm-hmm. Instead of it being an incident, it's yeah. a norm now. And mm-hmm. and when it becomes a norm, it's something they got accustomed. Somebody's got accustomed to. And now it's like, yeah. you break your. You, that's when people are like, well, you switched up. Like, yeah. why you? Why are you acting different now? Yeah, it never was like this. Yeah, and I'm and bro, and I'm yeah. telling you, like when you those, and I've dealt with it. I still struggle with it because, like you said, it's feeling in the relationship, intimate relationship, 
area. Mm-hmm. Because you got to like, I don't want to say you got to soften your boundaries, but like, it's like you run this risk assessment in your head. Like, okay, they didn't know this, but I'm going to let that slide because I don't want to be a, 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 a dick. You know what I'm saying? And then too, it's like, depending on how you are in like, romantic relationships you might be more vulnerable and more mm-hmm. softer in relationships compared to how you are with the regular world yeah yeah because yeah. that's something that's how i am i'm not yeah. like as a gorilla yeah i'm not as much of a gorilla <laughs> when you're dealing with some you know yeah. somebody on that level compared yeah. to just whoever yeah yeah that's yeah. on the outside world i don't know so that, i think that's what kind of could create that struggle too where it's like I struggle with that a lot. I don't want to come off like that because I don't want to have to do that, you know. Yeah. Like I say, at the end of the day, when it comes to boundaries, it's just finding mm-hmm. the appropriate way to communicate them without trying to come off as malicious or confrontational, you mm-hmm. know. And you just mm-hmm. really trying to express something that's, like you say, for the betterment of you mm-hmm. mentally and physically, you know. I think so. Because... Uh, I don't know, but I just get so confused with that. Like, that's what boundaries get so confusing. It's in the relationship, the the intimate relationship, like arena. Cause like, I just never know when. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, should mm-hmm. I make this an important thing? Is it even that important? You know? Yeah. I don't. Man, that's that. I'm gonna figure out, and we might dive into that in another episode. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think man. that's a work in progress for both of us, man. I mean, outside of that. Hold on. You got something for the people? My bad, because I do not have. No, nah, man. Uh, if you if you good, I'm good. Um, I'm so I'm looking in uh, these. I'm looking in these notes because uh, this was a good article. Uh, it's from Positive Psychology. Yeah, we'll have that. In the yeah, bio. yeah, we'll we'll put that in the description and stuff like that. Uh, I think I uh, commented on everything I wanted to. All I would say is that like we always say know yourself, but like. Don't be afraid to speak up for yourself, as crazy as that yeah. sounds. Like, as much as, like, you, we take pride in ourselves, we have moments where we, like, let things slide, yeah. and we know we should have said something. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of courage, okay? Because, yeah. like, a lot of people are looking out there to change their lives and, and, and make a new whatever. Mm-hmm. It kind of starts with things like boundaries. Like, yeah. like, no, I can't go to the bar every night. You know what I'm saying? Because I need to go to sleep. I need to, like, not drink liquor because I'm trying to lose weight or blah, 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 blah. You know? So, I don't know. Stick with it, y'all. Yeah. And don't be, you know, Mm -hmm. afraid that, you know, it might come off as confrontational. So, you just don't. That's what it is. And so, you don't say anything out of fear. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, like I say, you you just got to work on that and your approach. But at the end of the day, it needs to be said. Yeah. And confrontation and isn't also always bad. It has a bad connotation, but it's not always bad. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this has been episode twenty two. Twenty two. We twenty two in, man. The transferable experience podcast. Remember Ooh. to do all the things on all the things. And okay. till next time. I like this song. I've been telling
niggas' lives. Try to split up all my time with two or three guys. Cause I can't make up my mind. I know I'm so indecisive. And I know that you don't like it. And I never let my guard down. But you steady trying to wipe it. Oh, no. 